Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. Uh, I'm Joe, your host and Dungeon Master, uh, here to bring you another exciting D&D adventure. Joining me today, we have... Daniel, playing Ched Fleet. Cahill, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Fall Rock. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. Waffle, playing Tarjux Heiko. We have received no fan mail. So, uh, as we were just attempting to figure out, uh, what what happened last time? Well, Y'all, we were speaking with been the a number of weeks. It has. It has. Um, we learned about we learned about the masks. Yep. That yeah. are uh, the I forget the precise terminology. The chosen speakers of the. Of the five, the proxies. Proxies, yes. Yeah. Not not just the regular. Hey, we like you, but you are you are them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he had stolen a mask of Quilla. Was it a mask of Aquila? Yes, it was because yep. I got mad he wouldn't give it to me. It yeah, I was gonna oh, say, okay. yeah. Desmond okay. very much wanted it. True. 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 And we were all like, no. Some did that. Well, uh, in their darkest hour, when the Prince of Coin needs us most, he will look up and whisper, "Help us!" And we'll say, "Yeah, okay." (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, sure. Thought you'd never ask, but okay, sure. Here we are. (laughs) Um, and then we made our way out of town via tree shirt again. Yeah. I had to, uh, I roughed up the oh, church. That's right. Oh, that's right. Oh, you, you re, uh, re-sanctified the church? I don't even know what to call what you did to that church. Roughed it up. It was exciting is what it was. I know you gave a sermon. It was yep. a, a dogmatic reversal. Oh, Leland and Desmond had a moment, too. Oh yeah. oh yeah! Oh, that's right. Yeah, you guys talked about the letters. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're Leyland's responsibility, as I recall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's not exactly how I thought that was gonna go. <laughs> but yeah, supposed to get them to SDO. Some somehow, some way. Someday. Someday. And I think in the absence of a specific plan, we were initially going to head back to Gaia to kind of like regroup and swap out our dwarves for fresh ones and things of that nature. Sure. Oh, right. Yeah, because they probably... We haven't really landed since we fought the Valor of Jux, so we're... And the Storm Elemental. And the Storm Elemental. We're due for some shore leave. Like, they're probably okay with the Valor of Jux battle, but we might want to debrief them after the the Storm Elemental debacle. Yeah, we do need to tell them about the masks. Do we? True. Well, are we going to... Hang on, were we gonna go talk to um, our our buddies about that? Was that what we were gonna do? I believe we sent a message that we have information. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we were gonna go talk to the Iconoclasts. Yeah. Yeah. That's a much better idea. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And they they gave us past us. 
<laughs> they gave us, yeah, they gave us a location or something, didn't they? Okay, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. And then, after that, Desmond, we still do owe you a pirate ship strafing, so uh, call that in whenever it's convenient. Yeah, we're going to do that when we get some father-son bonding later oh, on. Oh, that's if right. We, you want to, yeah, when. SEO to be aboard for that. Okay. It's going to be a minute. Okay, I say putting away my baseball glove. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we fly to the, presumably the Iconoclast headquarters. Uh, yeah, you, you make your way there. Zip zoop. Zip zop. Uh, yeah, I think we had messaged Barry. Uh, I think we had messaged Barry in. Is who we had told about it. Yeah, because Gloria is in the Elven lands right now, and and probably still wants nothing to do with us. Probably. <laughs> That's the thing is she doesn't really have a choice. Um. Yeah, but we touch down. Uh. I, I kind of, like, take stock of how many people are pointing crossbows at us to figure out whether or not Valanthe is home. Um, it doesn't seem like she's in. She's probably probably busy uh, with her various other duties. Excellent. Yeah, uh, I guess we invite ourselves inside. I, I roll up to the door, and I give him uh, double pistols and a wink. Uh, they, they, the, I'm, okay, let's pause a minute, Let, let's take a step back. Victorious <laughs> B.A.R. is expecting us. I might have just had a stroke. <laughs> um, do you smell burning toast? I, I don't, but I do smell toasted marshmallows. No. Um, okay, you step through the door. You apply yeah. double double pistols and a wink to whoever is on the other side. But there's like a guard at the door, I assume. Not really. Uh, if you recall, the iconoclasts uh, were kind of a, a members-only operation. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I just finger pistols in an empty room, and then I, they kind of like slump a little bit. I'm like, oh. Oh. Uh, Barion's in there. Um, oh. He's currently um, like whittling a piece of wood, oh, but he's so cool. he's using a knife to whittle a piece of wood into another smaller knife. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, elves are so cool. <laughs> Every elf I have met that isn't a bureaucrat is so cool. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, I I give a. Flourishing Juxian bow to our longtime friend and comrade at arms. He snaps off a, a lazy, sarcastic salute and says, Right. What can I uh what can I do for you? Oh, just checking in, you know, we we wrapped up some uh some important affairs on the other side of the continent and figured that maybe it was time to peek our heads in and make sure we weren't needed urgently. Also, we have some interesting information that may pertain to the True Church. I, I usher everybody else inside. Does everybody else go inside? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 
after I slaved over a hot ushering for 30 seconds, <laughs> they better. Um, once we're all sitting down at some tables, uh, you know, sipping tea or whatever, I I just kind of lay it out. I start with, Barian, what do you know about the Prince of Coin? Uh, not much. He's, I mean, I know he's based in, in Jux, um, which is a little outside my area of expertise, so I don't I don't get up there much. Um, Understandable. It's lovely. You should visit sometime. It's actually even lovelier now that the sky has been cleared of a titanic metal abomination. I heard great, about that. Great to visit. Yeah. I, I, terrible aeronautical accident, I say, with a completely straight face. <laughs> I bet it was. I bet it was a, a complete and and terrible accident. Yeah. Um, you know how it is with the military-industrial complex. Lowest bidder. I Corruption really, through the ranks. I really don't, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the elven industrial com- military-industrial complex is all artisanal, and uh, <laughs> everything is hand-built for destruction. We are the elven industrial... <laughs> Yeah, we kind of are. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Anyways, the yeah, the Prince of Coin is basically the eyes and ears of the entire Juxian underground, and he seems to have a lot more uh, not only sway but understanding of what's going on than we initially thought. He is a hundred percent up to speed on the True Church and the threat they pose. And while we were Staying over for the evening due to some personal affairs, we assisted him uh, semi-unknowingly in acquiring something that I think is important that the Iconoclasts know about. The mask of the Proxy of Aquila, stolen from a Juxian noble's abode. What do you know about these? Hold on, he says, and... uh pulls a, a small notebook out of a pocket um, and flips through it. Bingo! <laughs> you said a mask of one of the proxies? That is what it was described as, yes. Flip, 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 flip. Uh, of Aquila. Flip, flip, flip. It was blue and it was wet and Desmond wanted it, so those are it's pretty good signs, yes. He mumbles something under his breath about fish in the Eversea and flip, 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 flip. Um, And spends a moment reading some notes that he has written there in the notebook uh, and says, well, that is not... hmm, That is not where we thought the proxies were or any of the proxies were and also we didn't realize that they had masks associated with them so this is very interesting news um, oh, so that answers my second question which was going to be do you know if the other gods also have proxy masks I had um, no idea that this was even a thing I assume if one does then they all do it makes sense. Also answers the question of if they knew about it and didn't tell us. Yeah. I mean, oh. even if they had told us, what were they going to say? Like, hey, there's masks out there somewhere that do something cool. 
keep an eye out. Like, we haven't really Nobody's seen Nobody's going to have it, like, on their desk, either. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Might have been something to know that. about, especially after what happened, our experiences in the, uh, in, uh, in this underground fortress trying to get Inglorious brother. Yes. Could have been in could have been good information. Well, so my understanding there is that the proxies are organizationally even higher ranked than anybody we met there. Yeah. So the masks would be even more powerful presumably than the uh, various individuals that we had uh, success against. Assistants to the director, to the manager. Yes, subdirectors. Not... <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, if you don't have any more information on them, then I don't suppose there's any immediate follow-up we need to do, but uh, I wanted to make sure that the Iconoclasts are aware that the Proxy Mask of Aquila is currently in the possession of the Prince of Coin, and we have no idea what he intends to do with it. What but is the true he... church's goal with these, you think? With the masks? Yes. It sounds like it's something related to their position, like an artifact that's given to somebody who is then the proxy of their chosen god. I don't know if it's a direct connection. I, I didn't know they existed until about two minutes ago. Yeah, it's like a like a favored, you know, it probably grants a bunch of crazy magical powers and makes it so that the person wearing it can't go against the wishes of their god, etc., etc. I, you know, I don't know. This is this was never my area of expertise. I'm the demolition boy of the iconoclasts. I'm I'm here to blow things up and make the true church's <laughs> life difficult. I I understand your frustration completely. <laughs> yeah. Who does know a lot about this? I area? mean, we don't really have any experts on the proxies because we've never met one or figured out how to to get a hold of one um that it probably be fizzwidget or possibly angloria do you know if or the... philomena perhaps um i guess actually joe i should take a step back would i know or remember in our previous conversations if they've talked about how long the proxies have been around like are the proxies a thing that have been present in the world for like thousands and thousands of years or is this like a recent development do we have any record on that um you don't i mean it's unlikely that they would have been around for thousands and thousands of years based on what you know about the current pantheon um but you also like you don't recall anybody in the iconoclasts ever mentioning proxies being around before just that they kind of exist okay so that my immediate instinct was let's go ask the dwarves because they have the most complete archives but it sounds like that's probably not useful probably not i don't okay. know if it's something we want to go asking a lot of people about either yeah okay well considering uh... how how guarded that was that 
uh, mask was. Right, yeah. It seems like it was definitely not only guarded materially, but in obscurity. So, I think we'll just try to keep an eye out for them and let you know if we hear any stirrings, but uh, for the moment, no action necessary, I think. That said, uh, wanted to make you aware that we are <laughs> available on short term for further action. Um, we don't have any immediate plans, I don't think. So if the Iconoclasts are gearing up for something, we are available. How's Gloria doing? Um, she's, you know, hanging in there. She's been keeping pretty busy. Um, I haven't really spoken to her much since the, uh, the news about her brother. So, yeah, I, I guess I will pass this along to the rest of the group and let you know if there is anything that we are planning to do, since I guess you all are kind of unofficial members now, question mark? I don't know. Oh. Ooh. We, we did a little thing uh, when I joined. Presumably they did for the others, but I don't think Volanthe would be okay with like an initiation <laughs> ceremony. I'm yeah. assuming it has to be a unanimous vote. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, look, at this point, it's it all amounts to a fancy title. I, I think we're all pretty content to just do our part and pull our weight where we can. And uh, if that means knocking over a couple True Church Fortresses, if that means snooping around a little bit for masks, whatever happens, happens. Mm -hmm. I think in the short term, we are due for a little bit of R&R, and then who knows what. I, I will confess, Barian, and to others who may be present, I'm at a bit of a loss here because um, this this was kind of my reason for getting up in the morning for the past, oh, eight or nine years at least. And now it's gone and I won. And I'm kind of like, is that it? Is there more to life than this? Is that it? <laughs> I was driven by revenge for so long. What if I'm the storm elemental in the complex? <laughs> what if I've created my own cage? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna break into the Juxian military and like leave blueprints for an elemental. Build super another weapon. one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm I'm still trying to figure that out and figure out how I feel about all of that, but. You know, in the meantime, I'm I'm sure something will come up. Trouble has a way of finding us. Maybe Faye related, maybe not. Oh yeah, it's about that time, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we have a in the in Teliferous, we have a little board that's like it has been seventy six hours since since the last Faye incident. <sighs> maybe. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> on. All right. Well, um, Barian, if that is all you require from us, then uh, I bid you a fond farewell and 
best of luck with whatever you have planned next. You know where to reach us. I will uh, I will definitely keep that in mind, and I'm sure everybody else will, uh, you know, make sure that you are kept appraised of any actions that we take as regards this. Especially since, at this point, you're really kind of the most uh, effective field team we could deploy. Aww. We, though... I, I mean, look, I appreciate uh, the compliment, but are we though? When I say effective, I mean from my perspective, which is point you at a problem and the problem goes okay. away. Effective, okay. like a all right. Th- thank you for clarifying. Or, right. or the problem, for a little bit. Or, or the problem finds us. I'm know? not sure <laughs> that uh, you know it won't cause more problems, but you know that's something we can deal with as as that uh, kind of comes up. I kind of like being a last resort. There's a certain mystique to it. I don't... Mystique is not something that I would ever use to describe us, except for maybe Leland. <laughs> well, now that I've got my hat, uh, I'm going to be able to be a lot more mysterious. It, now that you've got your hat, you can look really different, but underneath, we all know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Hey, it's, also... It's a point of pride to be like... The heavy hitters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Fair. As we are boarding back onto Teliferous, just offhandedly to everyone, so now that we've had our first taste of a heist, I'm thinking we're even more equipped to uh, steal from the first national bank of Aldrax. <laughs> what? <God. laughs> oh, yes, this. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you going to do with the money? Buy adamantium to kill our enemies. It, it's not even about the money. It's it's about the statement. Like, You're right. He, it's not about the money. He would just yeah, or he would just like drop it over the, you know, oh. over the oh, <laughs> induce hyperinflation. Yeah, yeah, there's like a um like the hope diamond or some like critical Aldraxan artifact. I would cast disintegrate on it in a heartbeat. <laughs> so, I mean, really, we would just that, be going that's there. We're going to the core of the proliferation. Yeah. yeah. To collect repayment Wait, that make for the tree racist. Then. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, it's weird. Ever since we put the Aldraxan Hope Diamond in, the tree ship lasers are really effective against elves. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was thinking, I was thinking, uh, it would just refuse to land in, like, a forest full of pine trees. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what Jux can build as an airship mm. next, is just a giant, uh, axe. <laughs> there we go. I don't touch coniferous fucking trees. <laughs> Heathens. <laughs> Oh boy. I think we, we should just head for Dying Gaia unless anyone has a, yeah. a overriding reason not to. No. All right. Uh, engines. Just fly, just fly over Arclay for funsies. What's, what's Teliferous' status? <laughs> Are we back to 100% by now or no? You're at, I want to say like 80, 80%. Uh, I want to say we're not there yet. Yeah. I mean, you take it easy, boys. All right. Yeah, so. Slow, safe path to Dying Gaia, and then we, we rest up there a little more. 
Roger that. Oh, Telephorus is going to love that volcanic soil. It's going to be nice and rich. Mm, yum, yum, yum. Mm, and I'm going to love that pizza. Rim of the caldera. Just plonk it down right in the volcano. <laughs> <laughs> right, the volcano that is actively attached to the plane of fire. It'll yeah, be, nothing could possibly go wrong. It'll be fine. You have to keep at least one dwarf on the Teliferous while we're docked so that he can just be like our door dasher to <laughs> Tony. Yes, we My... can go get Tony's for us. <laughs> My children crew are impeccable and they're very loyal. We don't have anything to worry about. Excellent. We... That's not at all suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, yeah, we could have done Gaia. I don't we re- didn't we try out. to return them to their orphanage? No. We can't go back to no. We, we, no. we can't. We're not allowed. So we're stuck with them. Oh, That's right. You. <laughs> I take partial responsibility for that. Yeah, I'm partial. Yeah. You're not the one, partial. You're not the one that took. Yeah, I I blame you for us getting kicked out. I don't blame you for taking the children from their orphanage. Exactly, partial. (laughs) (sighs) Normally, when we get kicked out of a location, we're like, fine, we didn't want to go back anyways. So yeah, we go to good old home base, good old home away from home, good good old smoky mountain in the sky. As they call it. The Big Apple. But yeah, go ahead. (laughs) It's definitely not a Big Apple. If anything, it's it's like a pomegranate. The the big calzone in the sky, Dangaya. That's the one. (laughs) Um so on your way to Dying Gaia, you're going to get hit by a pretty nasty anchor storm. Terrajex, you can feel it. <laughs> yeah. They start foaming. Exactly. But just like that. And you're all like, oh, yes. I try to keep cool about it, but everybody can see that I'm like vibrating with excitement and uh, immediately knows that something is up. Mm-hmm. If you want to tie yourself to the tree again, like I'm not like no one's stopping you this I time. Really, like, really do is the thing. Honestly, much more likely to survive now than previously. Yeah. Which doesn't mean you, you will how survive. How much more HP? <laughs> Look, it's it's fine. I I couldn't forgive myself if I didn't, you know? Yeah. It's... I feel like you probably could if you tried hard. Yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta experience that stormlight. Do do we need to? Do we need to set down, or yeah, is this something? Will. Oh yeah, we're we're gonna yeah. work yeah. land. <laughs> for, for all of my talents, there is no way I can navigate us through an anchor storm in the sky. Yeah. Uh huh. Especially with the ship at eighty percent capacity. Yeah. Then you probably are going to have some scared orphans, too. (laughs) They can go in the the special mansion and just... Yeah, Basil and Ivy's home for wayward children. (laughs) We'll add on to it, it's okay. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I I look for a likely landing spot that's going to give us maybe a little bit of shelter from the wind, and then uh, set her down, and do a full inspection of the ship to make sure there's no like 
unsecured hatches or the shield doesn't cover a particular branch, etc., etc. Make an investigation check. Oh. Dice rolling in uh, my in, D&D? I know. That's an 18. Um, you find a couple spots that are, you know, kind of security risks for the storm, um, places where the shield is a little unstable, um, a hole in the side of the ship where something balloonist sized could probably fit through <laughs> just as a, a random example. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And you you spend a little time patching patching those things up after you sat down. Um, okay. Yeah. You did it. You've prevented an entire sub arc. <laughs> <laughs> it's that easy. You just For have now. to roll roll a good investigation check. Um. So yeah, the storm the storm comes up. Basil and Ivy invite you into their. Uh, alternate dimensional mansion um, as long as you promise not to knock over any of the fine china. <laughs> we go in there and it's just like they've got a half-finished game of Jenga and they have a bunch of Ming vases on a precarious <laughs> shelf and they've they've got multiple houses of cards built. Yeah. Just, and Terajax just walks into the room and all of it falls down. <laughs> Immediately. There's also a, there's also a Stoney's. <laughs> a Stoney's franchise. Got a franchise inside their interdimensional mansion. No, no, um, no. I don't go into their mansion. Um, but I that, think about the business opportunities. Like the fr the Stoney's pizza comes to you. It's delivery pizza, except they're delivering the entire experience. Yeah. Yes, but we've been kicked out, so we'd be kicked out of a portion of our own ship. No, 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 but this is perfect. By becoming franchise owners, they can't kick us out of a Stonies. <laughs> about it. I mean, okay, about all right. it. All right. I'll like. <laughs> Not if we buy in. Yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah, we'll kick Stonies out. Like. <laughs> You're going to have to use f fake identities to become franchisees. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh we'll establish a shell company yeah yeah shit let's do it <clears throat> someday w once we have the money from our aldraxon heist we'll use yeah. that to buy a uh competing stake in stonies uh you're not um, we're not establishing a stonies franchise yes my uh my preparations here i'm uh, putting anything inside that I don't want to get wet and or shredded. And, uh, I think the the last time around, I recall being flayed alive by the storm. Yeah. And there's really no getting around that, I think. So this time, when I go up to the top of the tree and start tying myself to a branch, Tarajux is topless. It's just, <laughs> it's just like, all right, storm. We both know what's happening here. Let's just make it happen. There's no hey, need to destroy a nice dress shirt. I can create you a suit of armor out of fire. <laughs> that is chained to to the tree. I then greatly it's not appreciate the, it's, the it's not gesture, the but it, it does go against the the core 
guiding principle here, which is when I want to experience the anchor storm as directly as possible. Okay. All right. If I thought I would be able to survive getting hit by lightning, I would be outside the shield. And it's possible I could, but I can't survive that and the horrible shredding winds at the same time. So I got to I got to pick my battles here. Seems I, reasonable. Fair enough. I'm going to uh, be around so that I can <laughs> monitor Tarjux and make sure he lives. Yeah, yeah. I greatly appreciated. Um, <laughs> I, I sent Falrock up with a couple healing potions and strict instructions to not cut me down no matter how bad it gets. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing full well that he will ignore me. <laughs> Maybe this is an opportune moment to discuss a safe word. <laughs> it it is actually um I'll, it'll be fine Volanthe oh, <laughs> you know it will work <laughs> alright yeah if I start shouting about Volanthe I've clearly lost my mind and you need to cut me down immediately yep okay what are the rest of you doing? During the anchor storm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just securing different areas, making sure uh, the Desmond's letters are secure in my quarters. Mm -hmm. um, I'm in the chapel going, and I'll do it again, too. <laughs> I'm just tending to animals in the menagerie at the top of the tree ship. Hmm. Birds, squirrels, bears. The woodland creatures. <laughs> Are you wearing, like, Snow White's outfit? Because that would be pretty funny. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, okay. The storm boils up over the horizon because you're kind of out in the middle of the continent at this exact juncture. Oh, big lady. Oh, <laughs> sexy lady. <laughs> Not the terms I would have used. <laughs> um, and it roars down uh, through the sky towards you. Torrents of biting rain. Um, hailstones the size of golf balls. Which, I mean, is not the correct comparison for your characters, but you know what I mean. The size uh, of very small baseballs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Children's baseballs. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, lightning flickering and flashing every few moments. The sky is sickly, the same sickly green as the anchor storm itself. Um, uh, oh, yeah, I guess with my shirt off, my my wound is probably much more visible than usual for for onlookers. Yes. Yep. Uh, who tied the knots of your rope, Terrajux? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I, um... Falrock himself, nobody else. <laughs> I, I would allow Falrock to do it if he offered, otherwise it would be me. I mean, if you declined the suit of armor, you never declined the chains made of fire. Oh, yeah, chains made of fire, absolutely. Yeah. I don't want to get blown off of the tree and, like, swept into Aldrax and, like 
wake up with amnesia and be like, hmm, I must be an Eldraxxon soldier. I, I don't want to have that arc yet, so... That's that's um, two arcs that you've averted. <laughs> <laughs> this is the arc aversion episode. I see the call to adventure and I go, no. <laughs> the, the person you are trying to reach is no longer at this address. <laughs> yeah, I, I let Falrock chain me to the tree, though. Okay, um, the chains hiss and steam as the rain hits them. Uh, Terajux, can you make me three constitution saving throws? Okie dokie. Um, that is going to be a 17, a 19, and a 15. Okay. Uh, you are battered, you are bruised, um, you manage to remain conscious despite the pain, um, you hear cracking sounds and you're not sure if it's branches breaking in the wind or your bones. Um, Yikes. you are, you are numb and your skin is, it's mangled. In Does the, he see the face that ooh, stretches to the horizon? In, at the height of the storm and at its apex, I would really like to listen to the wind. Uh, before we get there, um, you notice in the, the corner of your vision that there is a robed skeleton sitting next to you. Motherfucker. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. And over the wind, I just scream, Who are you? What do you want with me? Why are you following me? The robed skeleton, whose robes are entirely unaffected by the, the wind of the storm, yeah. um, sips a cup of tea and gives you a skeletal grin and disappears. Uh. Um then go ahead and make your concentration check okay. with disadvantage because you are acquiring levels of exhaustion by remaining Understandable. Uh, so I normally have advantage on those. Does that just cancel out? Yeah, or... so it's just a normal roll. Uh, that is a total of 18. Uh, you listen to the wind and you hear a gentle hum. Hmm, interesting. Um... Is is there like a living quality to this hum, or is it like a like a background tone? More like a background tone. Strange. Okay. Uh, I assume there's like no directionality to it, or I can't. Correct. It doesn't feel stronger in one particular. Nope. <laughs> As my head flops back yeah. and forth, it doesn't change in. Okay. Huh. Well, I'll try to listen to that for as long as I'm conscious and see if I can glean anything from it. But um... Make three more constitution saving throws. Alrighty. Ooh, okay, first one's a natural 20. Second one is a uh, 14. And then the third one is only a 10. Uh, so you, through sheer force of will, managed to keep yourself awake and cognizant of of the world until the storm has almost abated um, and as the rain begins to slacken and 
uh, the wind die down, you finally slip into unconsciousness. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. An anchor storm. I'm assuming my HP is just at, like, one. Yes. <laughs> you are mostly bruised both inside and outside. Lovely. Okay. Well, <laughs> I did what I wanted to do. <laughs> Good luck, everybody else. <laughs> yeah, what are all the dwarves doing during this? Uh, they're hunkered down in the center of the tree ship, as close to the middle as they can get, a room without windows or access to the outside. Um, and they're just, like, playing cards. Okay. Dying guy, hold them. <laughs> nice. I, I won't ask you to try to describe what's no. going on. No, I, <laughs> I, I also won't. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's, that's what they're doing. Uh, you all, anybody else want to, want to do anything? No, not really. I'll, so. I'll bring in Teradux when the storm's over. Okay. Yeah, I prepped Regenerate just for such an occasion. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just been wandering, I've just been wandering around the ship through whatever shadows there are as it's been going on. As the storm's been going on, but you're literally haunting Teliferous during the storm. <laughs> oh yeah, great. We picked up Classic. a cryptid while we were in Hobstonopolis. Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, I guess I'm. I guess I would be interested to know if Aquila is interested in knowing that we found the mask, or uh, if she has any sort of feelings about what I did at the church. But so, are you asking her that directly, or? Are you just kind of pondering it inside your own head without uh, intent? Without intent. But I am kind of curious. Because she can read my thoughts. You know? She can, but she typically doesn't answer them unless you are specifically directing questions to her. How about I do it um, kind of like in my own head and then when I don't get an answer I get angry and shouted at her. Uh... <laughs> you still don't receive any response. That's fine. Huh. Huh. Yep. Not surprised. Uh, Basil and Ivy open the doors to their mansion. Uh, a flood of orphans spills out. <laughs> they all are delighted. Uh, some of them have like little arts and crafts that they made. Yeah. I hope most of it's just Captain Desmond and his adventures together. There are there are a couple of like little drawings, like they turned their hand upside down and sketched it to be like a person, you know, with two arms and two legs. Oh, yeah. And then there's like a captain's hat on top of it. So yeah. Nice. How wholesome. How wholesome indeed. Uh, yeah, so that's the, the anchor storm. What uh, will happen next? You're going to pick it back up and keep going to Dying Gaia? I, yeah. I'm unconscious for the foreseeable future, so yes. I, 
I leave it in the hands of our capable captain and crew. <laughs> As if you had a choice. <laughs> right. No, yeah, I, I mean, we just head back. Um, let's do a quick survey. I mean, let's do get a report of the ship. Damage report. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the ship. We were at eighty percent. We haven't gone down from that, or have we? The ship seems to have weathered the storm fairly well, thanks to Terra uh kind of preparations. So, um, it's it's lost a little bit of structural integrity, but not enough to like significantly impact the recovery time. You don't see any balloonists. So that doesn't Terra Jux... really mean anything, but <laughs> just so. Waffle, just so you're aware, Terjux, uh, if he if he is indeed going to um, get the benefit of a regenerate spell, would be full health. I I think in like a few minutes. Oh wow! Okay. Regenerate's yeah, very powerful. Forty-eight yeah. plus fifteen hit points, and then uh, a hit point every round thereafter. Oh, so wow! Okay. Ten yeah. ten hit points a minute, and it lasts an hour. Just a yeah. bit of exhaustion. Pretty damn good. I was gonna say, does it do anything for exhaustion or? I don't think so. Okay, so I'm tired but conscious. If you were to cut your arm off, you could reattach it. You could do that anyway. <laughs> I assume my arm just falls off when I lose consciousness. Your other arm. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got two of those. Um. Does regeneration have any weird effect on my? Present, shall we say? Because I assume it doesn't heal it. It doesn't heal it. Um, it seems to have cleaned out some of the like sickly green to it. Okay, so so I should be getting rid of that. I I assumed that was good. Of course you did. That's <laughs> part of the fun. I was like, oh, it's anchor storm colored. That must be healthy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um so you have let me let me check this real quick. Uh I was just going to like give you f five levels of exhaustion but that might be lethal. Uh I don't I think 5 is lethal, 4 is immobilized. Let's see. Uh exhaustion starts with E. I mean, I could revive him. It's fine. It's... Oh, uh, so six is so I could go up to five. Yeah, uh, you've got four levels of exhaustion. Okay. Which for our listeners means disadvantage on ability checks, half speed, disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws, and halved maximum hit points. At f five levels of exhaustion, your speed is zero, and at six, you are dead. Was it worth it? Yes, absolutely. Was it? Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. I... we we get ambushed by your your favorite girl at some point before we get to dying Gaia. Then. Then what? Oh, they're gonna float towards us. Just go up on the <laughs> guns and reduce her to atoms. I don't even know what atoms are. <laughs> it's a it's a type of marble uh, used to play yeah. games and jucks. Yeah, yeah. Turn her into a bunch of little marbles. 
Jux actually has a very, like, I won't say accurate because Boar's model isn't accurate, but they have a, a famous ancient, like, tabletop game they play that's functionally, like, Boar's model of atomic theory. They just mm-hmm. coincidentally happens to coincide exactly with it. It's, uh, the board game exactly resembles the, like, protein folding yeah. algorithms. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not super worried, Leyland. I think we're, we're more than capable of fending off a, a random balloonist in our current state. I trust you. Famous last words. Okay. <laughs> and then everything went wrong. And then Leyland was like, surprise, I'm a balloonist. It was me, Leyland Balloonist. <laughs> The Night Stalker. Trust him anything but stationary. The, the Night Stalker comes by balloon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now there's a great T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So you arrive at Dying Gaia. I think we're gonna stop there, uh, because I'm clearly struggling, and. <laughs> Uh, the party probably needs a little time to think about next next actions would be my guess. Um, so, I've been Joe, your host and dungeon master for another thrilling, air quotes, D&D adventure, air quotes. Um, if you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on just about any podcast hosting platform of your choosing. Uh leave a nice review say hi tell your friends uh what are our socials matthew find us at the alchemist underscore club on twitter and at the alchemist club on tiktok and our adventurers today were daniel playing jet fleet k-hall playing desmond i'm zach and i play fall rock i'm matt and i play Leyland. waffle playing the one who has seen the eye of the gyre tarjax Psycho. Thanks for joining us.